Hey. Yo. What's going on, man? What's, What's up, up? Papas? Not too much. Not too much. Both, both you guys watch the game, right? Uh, most of it, yeah. All right, sweet. Most of it as in the latter? The... Uh, the whole first half and then seven minutes left in the second half until the end. Sweet. All right, man. Um, let's get this thing rolling. All right. Welcome back to the Midwest Coast Pod. I'm your host, Nick Malum. Joined, as always, the co-host with most, Jack Nelson. How are you? Good. How are you, Nick? I'm doing all right. And... Joined for I don't know the second time maybe. Uh, Brett Lamb, Lamb, how you doing? Doing well, sir. Nick Chauncey, ma'am, always a pleasure. Jack, thanks for letting me be back on here. Uh, yeah. Ready to talk some Badger basketball. Well, before we talk about Badger basketball, Lamb, did you have anything to get off your chest about um, about this pod, maybe? Yeah, you know, I, I got a few thoughts on that. Uh, you know, as being your guys' number one supporter, um, you know, sharing your content and uh, spreading the word throughout uh, West Central Wisconsin, I was a little disappointed you let a fucking Judas like Phil Emmerich just uh, slander my good name on your podcast. You know, I wasn't too impressed with that. Saying that uh, Nate Reavers played like me, a little too much outside. Phil wishes he had a three-point shot like me. Maybe if he could shoot outside two feet, you know, he probably wasn't playing JV as a junior then. Not at all. Oh God, that, that is that is shots fired. So, so I will I will say uh, you texted Nick today while we were both at work. We're sitting in his office. Um, you texted him and you said you're just gonna let Phil take a shot at me like that. And we we actually did not know what you're talking about. So we went back and listened back to the part, and I was like, you have to text Lamb and tell him to come on tonight. Just just slam this guy for the one time. And uh, so I, I you know. We wanted to give you a shot, take a shot at him, and I think your shot landed there, buddy. That was a good one. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Uh, yeah, no, I think, it, I think, it actually I think Phil's a, Phil's a scumbag, so I'm, right. I'm 100% with you. Yeah, no, it actually more than landed. Phil's coming on with us later, um, so uh, that should be fun. But we actually won't tell him about that. Um, but that actually more than landed. That was actually <laughs> – that was actually fucking savage. So, um, I'm interested to hear his thoughts on on that after hearing it. Um, so uh, we all watched the uh, Badgers double overtime game uh, against the Hoosiers, um, and what a game! I was I was so fired up. I mean, Trice, that guy is a fucking magician, man. He is. He might be. I don't know. Lamb says that he has a really strong take, and I don't know if it's about Badgers past point guards. Um, I was in college when uh, Jordan Taylor was in school, and he, he was really good. But man, Trice is like he's on he's on another level. Honestly, like I think like he's he's clutch. He doesn't make mistakes. He he's in control of the game the entire time, um, and. I just feel good about this Badger team, man. Even though Indiana's not supposed to be super good, um, this team does not panic ever. They're they're senior laden, and um, I think they got 
uh, some noise to make um, in March. Jack, what do you think? Uh, I would totally agree. Trice is, Trice is a bad man, but what I wanted to point out, again, to go against Scumbag Phil, I think Reavers really stepped it up today, too, uh, down low, especially when, with the absence of Potter because he was talking shit to the coach, I guess it looked like. But uh, I think he really stepped it up in light of his bad last, what was it, three or four games? Uh, I actually liked – I love Trice today. I mean, Trice is consistent. I could sit here and talk about him all day, but I just be repeating myself from other podcasts. But, yeah, I, I think Reavers actually really stepped it up today. Um, he really showed his size and played his size down low, and that's really what we needed from him instead of Phil making, you know, references to Lamb shooting threes. Lamb, I bet you had a beautiful three-point shot. Don't listen to that scumbag. Phil can't even see straight, so. One of the best out there. I bet you. One yeah. of the best out there. You were shooting the, three, the threes, and Phil was probably the guy, like, in warm-ups that would catch it and throw it back to you. <laughs> so I, I would <laughs> I wouldn't listen to that guy. But actually, I don't know, Nick or, Nick or, Nick or Land, you guys can build on this, but I actually – I'm obviously I'm proud of Trice, but I'm actually more proud of Reavers' game today and actually playing his side. So, Lamb, go ahead. Take on today's game. Yeah, I agree with everything that Jack said, and you guys are saying. Uh, at the beginning of the game, Reavers kind of looked like Phil when I watched him as a sophomore on JV, uh, <laughs> turning the ball over, missing bunnies, uh, traveling all over the place. Um, so it was good to see him kind of recover from that and play a little bit better there. So Nick, my my take that I don't know if you'll agree with with the uh, you know, Trice almost being 25 years old, Potter being 24, are they losers for playing college basketball at the age of 24? Um, yeah, I mean, kind of, but I mean, if Stout, if uh, UW Stout would have called you up in your uh, in your uh, super senior year, would you have went and played? Yeah, I would have been 22, though. I mean. I don't know. You just see 24 years old, olds there going against 18 year olds. I mean, obviously it's the Badgers. I want them to do well, but it's just kind of funny seeing, you know, that six year gap, you know, it'd be like you're a senior in high school playing sixth graders, just kind of, kind of weird seeing that dynamic in there, but I don't know. Right. I was kind of thinking that when I saw it. Right. It's like, um, it's like, it's like the YMCA when you go there at like noon, and there's always a pickup game uh, with a bunch of old white guys, but they're just taking it to these younger guys. That's kind of what the, that's kind of the Badgers MO. Like, it's like, oh yeah, don't go too hard. We're actually going to play slow because we're old. Um, that's yeah, kind of exactly. what the Badger team feels like. Yeah, it's like going to open gym back in the day with your old man and Scotty Hayes, and you're trying to run it up and down the court, and they're calling fouls every two seconds because they want to slow the game down. Right. Yeah. And that's, it's like, all right, we're not going to run. We're not going to like, we're not going to play too hard. And then all of a sudden you look up at the scoreboard and you're losing to these bums. They're kicking your ass. And so uh, that's actually a good take. And yet it's, it's actually kind of funny because so it's like they are losers. And yet these young guys, when I look up at the scoreboard, they're like, how the fuck are we losing these guys? This this man is 24 right now. Like, he can't even play in the NBA. Right. He should have a tie on selling cars, you know, in freaking oh, Middleton or something. Right. Right. Yeah, no, exactly. No, that that's actually a good take. I want to get back to Nate Reavers, though, because that, that was the other point that I had. Um, we we kind of talked about if Nate Reavers was actually kind of bad 
um, in the last pod. Um, Reavers shined in this game, and and this kind of illustrates why um, you can't just play Potter all the time. Because even though I love Potter and he's a great offensive weapon, um, I mean Potter was making that guy from Indiana look like fucking Ralph Sampson out there. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, this guy, this guy was jamming over him every other play. It was fucking nuts. Uh, and even though, I mean, Reavers came up in big, in big spots offensively, um, sort of later in the game, he was the only guy in the court that could cover that guy. And I think ultimately that kind of goes to show why Reavers is so important to this team is that, um, if they didn't have him, they'd still be good depth wise, but if they run into a good big, they're, they're fucked. I mean, um, I mean, there, there's, uh, you know, you can throw, you can throw Potter at at big guys. You can throw Wall at big guys. Both those guys are foul prone. Both those guys are super undisciplined. Um, Reavers might, I mean, as much as I love Trice on the defensive end and also Davison, um, Reavers might be the most important guy when it comes to their defensive scheme that they have. Um, so. Anyways, that's kind of my thoughts, Jack. Do you have anything else in the game? Uh, fun fact, I don't know you two know this, but for our, our listeners that don't know this fact, the Badgers starting five is actually older than the starting five uh, for the Chicago Bulls. So let that sink in for a little bit back to land and Nick's take. Um, but other than that, no, I I was sweating my uh, my heart out. I actually texted Nick, and I was he asked me if I watched the game, and I said, yeah, I was about to tell you that. I'm not going to pot if we lost because that would have been really sad. But we look good. We look good. And to build off your point there, Nick, I totally agree. I think the second we get some kind of solid big, we're going to struggle. And that just builds on guards that are coming into Wisconsin, any Wisconsin game and just having his way with us this season. So I'm probably not I – don't, I don't know how I'm going to be able to watch those games without screaming a million cuss words. But I – I saw a promise out of Reavers today, um, playing his size, playing down low, boxing out, getting rebounds, taking good shots, uh, being confident in his game. And I hope he just kind of rides with that. And I hope Potter can come back and control his little emotions a little bit because he was getting beat down low and you can tell he was getting frustrated. I've never seen him talk shit like that before to that guy. But, um, I mean, he was talking shit to the coaches for Pete's sake. But I, uh, I hope they can get it together and those two can come together and you know, really block out that paint. But, yeah, that's yeah. pretty much our take from the game. Great game. I only got through one gin and tonic because I was sweating my balls off the entire time, but that's about it. Yeah, no, absolutely. And also, if you're Indiana, you got to be just pissed that in double overtime, uh, Wall hits two threes against you when Wall's a terrible three-point shooter. Um, and to lose like that just sucks for them. But um, I'm not going to apologize. Lamb, what do you got? All right, uh, just a few last points. Um, Davison throwing his hand up in the air, thinking he made that shot on that runner is absolutely asinine. The The speed that he was going at, trying to think that he was going to get a soft kiss off the glass and just throwing his hand up like he made it <laughs> was, the, I don't know, just the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Like, come on, Davison, be better than that. Um, I'm pretty sure Potter was chirping that guy after the game too. I don't know if you guys watched till the very end. But it showed Potter like in the middle of the court, looking back at Indiana, like talking some shit. 
You gotta love it. Love and uh, next time he talks to Tucker like that, Alondo should just slap him upside the head. Show that, yeah. show that old man, you know, where he's at. Right. I mean, Alondo was like, I'm pretty sure, I mean, wasn't he like a wooden award winner? Like, no one should be talking shit to him ever. Yeah, like, like 18, points, guy, 18 points a game, like, took over games. Right. Like, he was so good. Um, well, anyways, we're not going to be talking about Orlando Tucker on this pod, but well, 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 shit, they might be the same age. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. I don't know. You know, they could be teammates for all we know. Right. Uh, <laughs> Lamb, um, our next segment is going to be with Phil and we are going to be breaking down, um, wildcard weekend. I didn't prep you for this whatsoever. Um, but before you go, um, which game are you most excited to watch out of these six over the weekend? Uh, it's definitely the Bears Saints. Um, I think it would be poetic justice for the Bears to win, get that seven seed, come up to Lambeau, and for us just to shit stomp them like it's 2010. Um, I think that'd be beautiful. So that's definitely the game I'll be uh, tuning into. Do you do you actually think that the Bears have a chance? No. So that's the that's the game you're most excited to see, but they're they don't have a chance to win. Exactly. Wow. How about that? That's a hot take. Uh, all right, Lamb, thanks for joining us. Um and we will have you on soon, buddy. Always appreciate it, boys. Have fun with uh with Phil. Hopefully hopefully it goes well for you. Hey buddy, start right, start buddy. drinking, start drinking a lot of water. We got another double power power hour come up here a couple weekends. I'm thinking make it triple. Always ready. Let's go, baby. <laughs> All right, bud. See you later. Yeah, see you guys. Later, buddy. Yeah, I'm thinking we tell Phil that and record a little response. Um, I don't think so. Let's just get some drama going. No, no. He'll uh, listen to it over after I tell him after the pod. And then um, and then we'll get a little drama going the next the next episode. <laughs> and, then the, and then the third one after that will include both of them. Just let him go at it. I would be 100% down for that. Right. The Packers took quarterback at Jordan Love in first round of last not only that, they traded up to do so. Aaron Rod. That was a that was a pretty good segment, though. Yeah, I wasn't. I was trying to spit a little sports content for once too. Well, he said he was ready anytime, and now I invited him, and now what? You could have snuck into that last one and heard Lamb and I was a little butthurt. He's going to be like, why aren't you guys doing the whole intro? (laughs) (laughs) He's going to be. He's not going to know why. (laughs) He's not going to know why. (laughs) I got some Fortnite to play here after this. It's kind of exciting. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um... So 
wildcard weekend. You're ready for that? Yeah, I have nothing in front of me because I had to go upstairs. My mom was watching Netflix downstairs and it was way too loud. I would have heard it in the background. But I don't have the games on my head, but I'm sure you'll facilitate it and I can chime in. Yep, I will. And Phil's a big uh, wildcard weekend guy. That makes sense. Um, Did he really play a JV as a junior? Uh, yeah, he was, he was a pretty bad basketball player. That's, that's not a good look. I mean, speaking. Hey. Hey. What's up? Oh, not much. You ready uh, for some wild card weekend talk? Oh, boy. I was prepping from the fucking game, but I can flip the wild card. Well, we might. I mean, I don't know. We talked about, we talked a lot about, um, Badger basketball last time, and um, yeah, and you know, don't want to get an overkill. Plus, we got Michigan next week, so oh, good point. Um, can probably do a rundown on that. Yeah. Um. So yeah. let's do it. Wildcard weekend, baby. Yeah. Uh, you have do you um do you have any bets that you've looked at at all? Yeah, I do. Okay. I have I have current lines in front of me. Or lines within the last I think uh ah shit, this is published on January fourth. So there aren't I guess they aren't current lines. Let me see. I ESPN has the lines if you have theirs. I got the DraftKings one day ago. That should be close enough, right? Yeah, probably. All right. Um. All right, let's get started. All right, welcome back to the Midwest Coast Pod. Uh, I am joined, as always, co-host with the most, Jack Nelson. Jack, how you doing? I'm feeling great. Feeling great. And um, I'm not sure if the merger is complete or not, but, um, you know, co-host, not co-host. We don't need to put titles on it. Uh, Phil Emmerich. Phil, how you doing? Pretty good. Good to be back. Nice to be hopping on the mic and spitting some takes with you boys, so I'm looking forward to it. All right. We have a huge weekend this weekend. Um it is wild card weekend. Um, arguably, uh, my favorite, as well as I would say Phil's favorite, maybe. Um, and this weekend we have six games because of the new playoff format, which I love. Um, and I hope they go forward on it. Um, actually, you know, before we get into the games, Phil, what do you what do you think about about this new playoff format with seven teams uh, in each conference? I, if I wasn't a Packer fan, I would be pissed that they didn't just go to eight because that one buy is such a distinct advantage, but I love the fact that we get more games. I hope they go to eight soon. Yeah. I'm almost thinking that eight's maybe too many. And yet would I bitch about it too much? Probably not. Um, right. I don't know. I think, I think getting in half the league is maybe, maybe a bit much, but 
Um, especially with the NFC this year when, you know, you're letting in seven and nine teams. Um, I don't know. I think that the, I think that the right teams made it. Um, and I'm pretty good with this year's fields. And I don't think that, I don't really know if any other team really deserved to be in it. Um, and you know, sometimes some, some years may be different than others, but, um, I do like the, the, uh, 17 format plus, um, Phil, I don't know what your take is on this, but, um, I, to me, um, with the 17 format, it kind of makes most weeks, including week 17, um, a bit more meaningful and actually might push, um, you know, maybe not, but I could see it pushing fantasy football going into, um, like later weeks, even like the last week of the season, because most teams are, are playing their guys and it actually turns out to be um, a good weekend instead of, instead of, you know, four or five teams sit, sitting their their starters because their, um, their seating is, is locked in. Yeah. I mean, that's always been the bugaboo for fantasy owners. The question of, do you take your season all the way through week 17 I know for us, we ended at week 16 because there's been way too many instances of guys just not playing. Um, I think anytime that you can make more meaningful games in professional sports, especially for the NFL, it's a win for everybody. So I think that the expanding the playoff format and, and making the season more meaningful is definitely the way to go. Yep, absolutely. Um, all right, so uh, we're just going to run through the games quick um and kind of tell me i'd 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 like you guys to kind of give me your takes on on each game how you're feeling and um and then i'll throw out the spread and uh we'll see what you guys think um first game bills and colts um so jack uh we'll start with you what do you think about this game uh I think this Bills offense is going to be a little bit too much to handle for the Colts defense. Um, I will say that – what did Jonathan tell you? Did Jonathan Taylor have last week? 235? Yeah. Like Am I wrong? Yeah. I think that he could have his way with this Bills front, but I think at the end of the day, this this Bills offense finds its way, and I know their, their defense is – I don't have really watched a lot of AFC football this year, but I know their defense is not – is not very good, correct? Um, I think I think that both defenses are supposed to be okay. Am I wrong, Phil? Right. Well, I yeah the the Bills it's a little bit more reputation this year than actual play on the field, but they're at least an average defense. Yeah, well, I, I still think that the Bills have their way at the Colts and <clears throat> Philip Rivers. Does Philip Rivers in uh, chokes and loses, and I will take the Bills by thirteen. Bills by thirteen. So that there goes your spread. Uh, <laughs> Bill, you're not telling us. Take a little teaser on that, there, right Jack. Here. Oh yeah. I'll actually, I, I, I actually placed a teaser down on I think Monday. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. <laughs> So uh, is that the spread actually? So I will tell you guys about that uh, later. But uh, Phil, um, what do you got on this game? 
Um, yeah, I, I'm pretty similar to Jack. I actually really like Buffalo as a team to make a lot of noise in this year's playoffs. Um, I'm not going to get too far into the weeds because I actually think this is a bigger mismatch than what people think, and we can spend more time on some better games. So I'm, I'm definitely liking Buffalo. Um, I know that Jack went with 13. I'm just going to go with Buffalo by at least six because the line that I have is six. So. Yep, I'm actually – I'm seeing um, from yesterday, I'm seeing six and a half. Oh, so wow. that must be going um, if you got six, I, I, I actually like the bills in that one. Yeah. Um, I, is there any, I mean, how disappointing would it be if the bills lost the Colts? I mean, that, Immensely. I mean, there, there are plenty of people picking the bills to go, to go to the Super Bowl this year. Um, and you know, as, as, much hype as there is on this Colts defense, I think they're a bit overrated. And if I see the line at uh, down to six, I'm, I think I might just go bills um, minus six. Not that I like picking um, favorites and not that I'm good at betting, but um, so uh, next game is uh, Rams at Seahawks. And the line I have is telling me that the line has came way down. Um, it's at three and a half. So, Jack, uh, Jack, uh, what do you think about that game? Is Jared Goff playing at all? He was yeah, there, that's why the line came down, because Goff was throwing passes in practice this week. Ooh, gotcha. That makes sense, then. Um. Wilson's been struggling a little bit, but I think he finds his way. And I think the Seahawks will get it done uh, if their defense can hold. And it's pretty much all on their defense, honestly. If, if their defense can play well, which I don't think they've played figuratively well all year, uh, that Seahawks, the Seahawks, I won't say they will dominate, um, but I, I think they can win this game. Um, that's if Ramsey does not lock up Metcalf and Lockett can wake the fuck up and not fuck me over like he did in fantasy this year. So, yeah, that's, I, I will I will take the Seahawks as much as it kind of scares me because I don't know. I don't know why it scares me, but it just kind of scares me. I also hate Pete Carroll, so I don't know. I, I just kind of hate the Seahawks. I, I hate the Seahawks. I hate picking them, and that's why it scares me. But I will take the Seahawks um, even if Jared Goff is healthy and ready to go. I think DK Metcalf struggles uh, with Ramsey, though. So that might be something for Russell to think about. So I, I would take Seahawks. Uh, three and a half is a little sketchy, but that's a little, I'll go with Seahawks. All right, Phil, what do you got? Yeah, so this game is weird for me because the Rams have a defense that, like that defense one day will hold an opponent to seven points. And then the next week they'll lose and put it up and allow the jets to put up 33 points on them. So it's really hard for me to figure out what Rams defense you're going to get. I will say this. I think that Seattle has overperformed their talent, not just this year, but last year as well. They're kind of, if you look at some of those weird statistics numbers, they're one of those average teams that gets a lot of last minute wins. Um, and obviously part of that's Russell Wilson's really good in the clutch, but I also think part of it is just due for regression. I actually, 
I don't know if I like the Rams to win this necessarily, but I do have them um, with the points. So I'm actually going to go with the Rams plus three and a half. Um, you're wrong, Phil. Uh, this line has gone down to three and a half for no reason. Oh, really? Jared Goff, Jared Goff sucks. Oh, wow. How about that? Okay. I'm so <laughs> sick of Jared Goff. How about Goff. that? I actually, I actually didn't mind this line when it was up to like six and a half um, with the Rams when they were playing. I don't even remember his name. Um, but he's not worse than Goff. Goff's, Goff's terrible. Uh, now that it's gone down to three and a half, it, it, it's dropped like three points since Goff has came back. Um, you're, you cannot pick the Rams here with the points. I mean, their, their defense needs to score twice to win this game. Um, I, 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 I don't see it with Goff. I, I do not like him at all. And the last couple times that he's been out there, he's played awful. For him to show up would be a minor miracle. Um, and that's why I, I'm seeing the Seattle three and a half line, and it's a godsend. Do not – this is, this is the thing. Seattle's only favored by three and a half, and it's Russell Wilson against injured thumb Jared Goff. And you're betting Jared Goff on that? Uh, yeah, because I actually think that Seattle is due for a nice little playoff stinker. And if there's one thing that travels in the playoffs, it's defense. Buddy, you better get a sweatband on your head, a few sweatbands on your arms. Um, you're going to be sweating. You're going to be sweating that line, even if the Rams are up. Because if they're down, it it's over. Golf is not good. I'm sorry. I don't want to get on this tangent and talk forever about Jared Goff sucking, but he sucks. Yeah, this is getting weird because in my analysis, I don't even think I said anything about Goff. I was just talking about the Rams defense. Right. But here's my thing. Don't bet against Russell Wilson when he's playing Jared fucking Goff. I don't I am so this about football, Nick, but the quarterbacks don't play at the same time. Nope, they most certainly do not. But, go, dude, I'm telling you, we will revisit this next week. It's not, it, not going to go well for you. Also, I'm seeing Buffalo Goff is terrible. Down to minus... Goff is terrible. Goff is terrible. Also, I'm seeing Buffalo down to minus six as well. Uh, I might, I might take that. I might take that. Um, all right. Uh, the night game on Saturday is uh, Buccaneers at Washington. Um, with all those guys in the stands with their with their pig hats on or whatever they wear. Oh, the dog pound. Or no, the hogs. Yeah. That's what it is. The hogs. Yeah, the dog pound is the Browns. They're actually playing away this this weekend. We'll actually get to them later. Um, so uh, that line is Buccaneers minus eight. Jack, what do you think? What if just the NFC East, just any team on the NFC comes out of nowhere, NFC East, and just 
absolutely puts on a show. How would that? How would you boys feel about that? Be tough to see. How crazy would that be? Tough to see. Huh? It would be really tough to see. Really tough to see uh, Buccaneers minus eight. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, That's all I got to say. So, yeah, smart money here is Buccaneers minus eight. I will say this. Every Packers fan should be rooting for Chase Young to make this wild card round all about him. Because the more yeah. times they can hit Tom Brady, the better it's going to fare for us next week. So, uh, definitely Bucks minus eight, but I'm rooting for Chase Young. Yep. Um, I'm actually scared of that Washington defense. And this would be a stay away game for me, except I can't see the Buccaneers losing um, against Washington. So this is in my uh, three team six and a half point tees uh, for this week. Oh, wow. Yep. So, um, so yeah, uh, I, I have the Buccaneers, but I'm, I'm scared of that eight line. I'm that's, I'm not taking that straight up. The, that Washington defense is good. And um, you would think that you would think that the Buccaneers would show up in the playoffs, but I don't know, man, they're so wishy-washy that I'm, I, I don't know about that. Um, so I, the next game, um, in my opinion is maybe the most interesting game of the entire weekend. And that is the Ravens at the Titans and actually Baltimore is favored by three and a half. So Jack, what do you have to think about that? I am going to ride Derrick Henry. Like I wrote him all fantasy year to my three and nine. What was, what was I? Three and what? It was three and nine. You were bad, man. Yeah. I And you know what? I got my three wins off Derrick Henry and I'm going to keep riding. I'm going to ride him like no other. I'm going to ride him off into the sunset like a cowboy. And I'm going to go Titans plus three and a half. W. Ooh. W. Ooh, money line. Fuck the Ravens. Fuck the Ravens. Felt. That's all I got. So I don't know if Jack knows this, but Baltimore has been making teams look like fools over the last month and a half. And Tennessee has not beaten a good team since I had Thanksgiving dinner. So there's a reason that this road team is favored in the playoffs by three and a half points. It's because they're the by far the better team. I am definitely going with Baltimore to cover this. Yeah, I actually disagree. Um, I think everyone's on on the on the Ravens right now. I think everyone's um, kind of soft on the Titans right now, and this feels like um, this feels like one of those one of those deals where the public's on one side and it's going to go the other way. Um, the fact that the, that the Titans are are at home has got to mean something. Um, the fact that it's three and a hook, I don't know if I like the Titans money line. But losing by more than three, um, I don't know about that. I'm taking the Titans um, with the spread. And um, I actually might throw a little money down on that um, for real. So um, that's what I got. Waste the money, Nick. Waste the money. It's not. It's not. uh, It's not because I could see a grinder of a game. 
and I could see the Ravens winning by three. But um, I don't know, man. The Titans have – you're right, the Titans have underperformed, but their their offense is way too good to be this bad. And I think they figure something out against the Ravens. I, I, I honestly do. At home, it's playoffs. Like Jack said, it's Derrick Henry time. Um, it's A.J. Brown time. I I think they end up they, – they actually might end up winning. So Wow. I'm glad we're getting this all on tape. This is going to be fun next week when I'm just dragging you guys through the mud. Just wait to hear our first segment, oh, God. Yep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That'll be good. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, next game. Uh, Bears at Saints. Um, Brett Lamb told me that this was the game that he was most excited for because um, wouldn't, it, wouldn't it just be uh, – uh, the best thing ever if the Bears went in to the Superdome and beat the Saints and had to go to Lambeau Field and get uh, schlacked again. And I then asked him if um, if he thought the Bears had any chance at this game, and he said no. So oh, wow. I don't know why. This is, so, <laughs> so, I don't know why this, so I don't know why this is his most exciting game that he has on the slate. This is the biggest spread. Um, it's uh, New Orleans minus 10, which seems high. And yet, I guess you never know. But, um, Jack, what do you got? Nothing on the spread, nothing on the line. Saints by 50. Jesus Christ. So if, well, if it's Saints <laughs> by 50, then you have – New Orleans minus 10, and you have the over No, I'm just not even talking. No, I don't even know if this game's worth talking about, to be honest with you. Well, I know that Phil's got something. Yeah. Jack, you're going to have to figure out how to do the podcast game, buddy, because you got to have something to talk about. So. Listen, you're not going to come onto my show and disrespect me like that. I'm just saying. You want to pass it to me, I'll take your airtime. That's fine. Go ahead. So, oh, is that here's right? the deal with this game. And I don't know if everybody's aware, but the Saints aren't as good as what they were at the beginning of the year. And the Bears, other than not showing up against the Packers, have been okay. So, 10 points. I mean, you can blow a team out and you can only win by 10 points. So I think that if you're going to do anything with this game, I would do Chicago with the points Um, just because an average team can keep it within two possessions against a good team in the playoffs. So that's what I'm going to go with. Yeah. 10 points is too much. Um, This is, this is the three 40 PM central game on Sunday. And you can bet your ass that CBS or wherever it's on, is not allowing this game to be a blowout. Right. I mean, I mean, TV ratings are going to go down down the toilet if this game's a blowout. Uh, the refs are going to keep them them in the game. This this game is going to be at least within ten. I think. I think Bears plus ten is a lot. 
it is a lot. Uh, to be honest with you. Um, as you said, I don't, I don't see the Saints as being that much better than the Bears. Akeem Hicks is back, um, and and they're gonna be, they're gonna be stout against the run. And now all of a sudden you're, you know, putting it in noodle arm through Breeze's hands. Exactly. And I mean, boy, if you have an extra five bucks laying around, Bears money line doesn't seem too bad. Something to look at. Something to look at. Something to look at. <laughs> Something to look at. Uh, all right. Lastly, uh, Browns at Steelers, and I'm not sure. I Phil, are you coaching the Browns on uh, on a Sunday night? You know what? I got a I got a phone call, but I had prior obligations, so I had to turn them down. Hmm. Yep. Hmm. Gotcha. Um, so it's actually Pittsburgh minus six, which, uh, without any coaches, I don't know, seems, seems a bit low to me, but, um, Jack, what do you got? Um, I think the TikTokers pull this one off even though I hate them so much. The Browns went into, went into Pittsburgh, what was last week and won by seven, was it? Two. Right? Two points. So, they won by two yeah. points? When, and the Steelers were sitting half their team? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Steelers minus yep. six? Yeah, I'm hammering the Steelers minus six. I think Big Ben and the TikTokers figured it out. They do a little dance on their own logo and they get it going. And um, yeah. Uh, that's my take. I hate the Steelers. I, I love just fucking the yawn. Going, uh, but I... yeah. So would you Christ, just shut Jack. the fuck up? Yeah, Jack. 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 I was actually going to comment on that earlier, but you sound way too tired for this pod, and I'm. <laughs> it's. It's kind of getting me in a down mood. I was fired up after this Badger win, and now you're. You're kind of bringing a bringing a uh, kind of a bad vibe. Um. Instead of that uh, gin and tonic that you had earlier, maybe you should have had a vodka Red Bull for this. I don't know. I don't know what the solution is, buddy. You know better than I do. But, I mean, bring the energy, man. He's got nothing. Phil, what do you got in this game? So, here's a, here's a couple of little-known facts. The Browns don't have any coaches. The Steelers don't have a kicker. Chris Boswell's out. On Sunday night. What? That's right. So is Eric Ebron. Um, Sounds like a classic stay away game to me. <laughs> it does. It does sound like a stay away game. This game, I wouldn't put any money on it just because you, you don't know how. No one knows how this game's going to go. You've got Kevin Stefanski. They want to put him in one of those soccer bubbles and roll him around to call plays. I mean, but the thing is, the Browns are more talented than the Steelers. They've looked like a team with a higher ceiling. The the Steelers have been sleepwalking since they dropped from 11-0. and 0. So it's just a weird game. I would say that if you're trying to chase something after a bad weekend of betting wildcard weekends because you took Nick Malum's picks, I would probably put the Browns with the points um, just because whenever you have a chance to bet on a more talented team, when they're down six, you do it. So that's what I would say to do. But stay away if you can. 
Yeah, this is a classic stay away game for me. Um, Phil, do you remember when uh, Hugh Freeze coached his Liberty football team from a hospital bed? Because oh, I do. Yeah, I do. I do. Legends. Yep. I mean, and I can see Stefanski up in the coach's booth in a hospital bed in just a ventilator trying to call a plays. <laughs> And and that's why I actually think the Browns are gonna. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I, oh wow! Uh, I actually, if I if I had to go on way, I'd I'd probably pick Steelers with the points. I think that they, um, I think that they're they're so good with their pressure on defense that, um, I I, I just think that they get Baker kind of off off schedule all day and. Chubb might get his, but um, ultimately I do think that uh, the Steelers are going to end up winning by six. But um, again, this is a this is a classic stay away game because honestly, um, if the Browns came away and and, and they actually won this game uh, without Stefanski, without um, you know half their other coaches, I I don't think I'd be shocked. And so. Um, and so, you know, saying that out loud, I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm even, if I'm even saying that. My, you might want to sit on your money, six, Nick. Six, man, six points is a lot. You might want to sit six on your points. money. Here's the thing, Phil. If if the if uh, the Browns win this game on Sunday night, does that disqualify Stefanski from the uh, from the um, coach of the year, hundred percent, hundred percent. It does. It's proof positive that the Browns are better without a coach. It's it's proof positive that the Browns actually don't even need a coach. I mean, just head out there and get some seven on seven shit going on. Uh, Phil, um, kind of. Lastly, for this pod, I, I'm not sure if Jack is still even there. He might have fallen asleep. But, yeah, I, he, he actually might have fallen asleep. <laughs> Fuck you, Phil. Uh, Love uh, you, bud. <laughs> Phil, I did not prep you for this at all. Um, but as far as the NFL games go this weekend – um, over unders, um, and I'm not a big over under guy uh, myself because it's just it's just sweat city every fucking game. Just yep. pisses me off. Yep. Is there an over under this weekend that you like? Um, well, like you said, without prepping, I'm gonna have to look them up quick. Um, well, that's why. Go ahead and give that's you a why little, I tried a little bit of filibuster while we get there. That's why I kind of tried to filibuster there by saying over under and then and then just spitting yeah. uh, stupid shit for a minute. All right, so here's. Mm, of course, Bavada's only giving me two, so I'm gonna have to go off of these. So, let's see. I know that I was rambling on and on the... about the Rams and their defense and whatnot, but. 42 points is really, really low. So I'm going to – I would that's I would go over on that one. But, of course, 
with Russell Wilson, you're not going to get it until the last 30 seconds. So, Yeah, that's the lowest of the weekend. And if you bet that, you're just – God, you're just rooting for – like, if you bet that, you, you don't have – you don't end up watching the game. No, it's like you have, you have, it's, it, it's almost like you have something else planned and you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm actually going to bet the under at 42 and then go to home Depot and paint. Yes. Because you are not watching that game because you're going to be sweating. Yeah. It's actually not the whole be time. You. No, absolutely not. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I actually had the same thing. Uh, Man, 42 seems so low. Um, and, you know, you got that gunslinger uh, golf back that's out right. there. That's right. Really gives an offensive and, Right. And so, I, you know, I mean, how can it not go over? Um, Jack, uh, we were making fun of you for a minute there, but, um, Jack, do you have anything else to wrap up this pod? No, Jesus Christ! I'm just kidding. Did you want to? I mean, I know it's a little bit early in the game, but did you guys want to talk about uh, who you guys have to play in the Packers in the Super Bowl? Because I know you're going to say it's going to be the Packers from the NFC. Do you guys want to talk about that? Just a little, little quick future prediction, and then the what you think the the winning team will win by a little quick. Like, we can, a, Jack. A little quick Jack. preview. Jack, week? we can, and yet we're uh, we're at thirty five minutes on the segment. Um, don't even explain it. Don't even explain. You don't even have to explain. It. Just spit it, and then we're ending the show. All right. Leave it like that. Just leave it like that. Uh, I got Packers Bills. By who? By how? Who wins? By how much? Um. I have Packers winning by uh, nine. I am going to go with Packers versus Ravens. Packers win by 13. Wow. Packers Chiefs, Chiefs by three. Fuck you guys. Bye. Later.